Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's how he sees it, episode ninety-nine. Welcome. We're gonna cover a. Uh, it's a Marvel. I don't even know if they called this a Marvels, but it was. It, it was the Marvel thing comes up at the beginning. Yeah. The Marvel like screen. Yeah. This is this was the New Mutants movie, which was uh, part of Fox. It was uh, started by Fox, but then was owned by Disney when it finally released. <laughs> Had a whole bunch of stuff go on with it, but it's it's in the it's in the Marvel universe, but not the MCU. If that makes makes sense, it's more like the X Men and, and things like that. But matter of fact, Deadpool. a lot of people are calling I, I this. I think it's closer to Deadpool, like kind of a maybe, like. Yeah, Deadpool well, that's all. In, that's all in that X Men Fox kind of thing too. True. They're, yeah. They're yeah, yeah you, you mentioned MCU, and I guess there was a moment where they actually put it on the MCU uh, list of movies, and then they retracted it like a week later and said it was a mistake. So yeah. Uh, We'll get into it because there, there's a lot of stuff yeah. with it. But yeah, I mean, this. It, it, but it's the New Mutants. If anybody follows Marvel Comics, they understand, or anybody's a fan of of X Men uh, from the Marvel Comics. I don't know if they ever got into the cartoon universe or any of that, but uh, they are part of the the X Men essentially. They're kind of the people call them the baby X Men, or or they're kind of the the JV team essentially. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but it, it's based on that, and it, it was a it, it was one of the first iterations where they tried to do what they called a horror movie so uh you know which we'll we'll talk about that too yes (laughs) oh we will which is why you've included it in our october we'll uh, get there october yes yes. exactly if you you were joining us from last week when i talked about runaways being our next episode um i fooled you sorry uh that was my fault um I, I wanted to get this in because October we were kind of doing the horror movie genre and and this was kind of in line with the the Marvel stuff and I wanted to um, uh, get into the fact of of um, doing the horror movies and the Marvel because we had you guys and then we're gonna push off Mar uh, Marvel's Runaways for two episodes but only one week for you guys uh, uh, that are are listening because our next episode after this one will be our 100th episode. So me and Steve are going to kind of get together and do a little special uh, retrospective of, uh, of the podcast, um, <laughs> talk about some cool things and stuff like that. So uh, we were talking about, do we want to do something special? And it's not going to be anything crazy or anything. Oh, my God, that's, you know, you know, fireworks and all that going off. But it's something we I just kind of we're going to just talk so about I, what it is. So I should shelve the fireworks because that, that was my plan. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you can bring them. We'll, okay. we'll still do them. <laughs> Because they're a great for a podcast uh, medium, you know, fireworks. <laughs> That's right. So, right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Noah. And with me, as always, in every episode is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. That's all. And then our, our normal uh, MCU crew, we have Bo. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And Nina. Hello. Um, so we're back again. We're not talking about MCU, but we are talking Marvel, and so I wanted to get I wanted to get you guys involved in this one too. Just and 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 our horror movie month. Uh, you guys didn't get to join us for the other two because we get, did those ones live at the house, and that was kind of fun. Um, and then, uh, but that's what it is. So uh, let's get right into our drinks because I, I think we need these, and uh, <laughs> oh, I'm ready do. for them. So. <laughs> 
All right, Bo, you seem to be. You, yeah, but you Bo seem and to be I have right already here. started just because we've been waiting a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> so. I know, right? Steve and I, Steve and I are already halfway through our first set of drinks, I think here. But so I'll I'll lead it off. So I really, I don't know. We'll we'll get into why I didn't really pick a drink for this. I, I I, I have a lot of problems with this movie, but we will we will get we will get into this. Um, well, you could have just went like I needed a double or something. I mean, you could have got something. <laughs> But what I did was in honor of, um, sorry, where's my notes here? In honor of the 99th episode, I made a cocktail called 99 Red Balloons. Nice. Okay. And <laughs> it's a cranberry juice, Grand Marnier, and champagne, basically. There's, they're supposed to be rosemary, but I, to me, rosemary doesn't really, like, I don't know, didn't really, wouldn't have added anything for me, but then there's a little lemon juice in it, but it's a... Uh, a red-ish cocktail the picture was a lot redder and i'm also half done so it's but it's <laughs> champagne glass but if you guys can look at the you might not be able to see the logo nina might not get it but maybe oh, yeah, maybe so of you guys can. it's the equus uh my my um kelly's grandfather used to go to equus all the time he used to live in santa rosa uh okay. at that hotel the is it the flamingo, the flamingo? The huh the flamingo he, used to live at the flamingo or right near the flamingo and he would go to aquas a lot so i don't know if these are stolen purchased i don't know how they came to into his yes. possession but um we have a full set of eight equus champagne glasses which is no longer there it it it, it fell in the fire yeah, right? champagne you put them out of business because you've been stealing all their champagne that's right my <laughs> kelly's grandfather stole all the champagne glasses so they went out of business no uh it, it's i wish that were the case it would have been a much better story but unfortunately yeah equus is no longer there but yeah this is in honor of 99 episodes guys 99 nice. balloons cheers thank cheers. you cheers nice I'll, I'll hop in here just since uh, I've already gotten a good start on my drink. Um, <laughs> it was full of ice, and, now, and as the ice was melting, I was a little uh, afraid that it would get too diluted. So um, mine is actually based on the, on the, the movie we saw. It's called A Moonstar, um, mm -hmm. uh, which, which is uh, nice that it's named after uh, Danny the, the... Danny Moonstar, the, the yep. yeah, yeah. Nice. lead. Um, so this is a, a, a cocktail. It's a, it's a pretty simple cocktail with one part uh, vodka, one part pineapple juice, and then one part uh, Dom Benedictine, um, which, which was the ingredient that I didn't have that I had to go, ha go uh, grab at Bottle Barn, which is a wonderful addition. It's really, it's really a nice, uh, nice drink, um, and uh, I like it. It is. A, yeah. Benedictine is great. I was thinking, I was mixing up, we were talking before, Steve, I had mentioned that I got a little bottle. I actually got a little bottle of absinthe. I don't know why I mixed that up. Oh, gotcha. But um, <laughs> yeah, but um, Benedictine is is a classic drink. Is a Benedictine and brandy at B and B. So it's half Benedictine, half brandy, and it's a great like after dinner drink if you ever uh, want to nice. take one of those down. Nice, nice. <laughs> Speaking of absinthe, I had to get that for a cocktail a few weeks ago. I can't remember what it was, but. I also got a little um, little spray bottle, a little a l one of those little oh, spray yeah, yeah, things yeah. that you can fill it up. And I've been making myself uh, Sazeracs, They're really great. nice ones. I got some good uh, a good mm -hmm. rye, rye whiskey and and um, and uh, been spraying the absinthe on the on the glass. Yeah. I've actually really nice. I've passed up a couple cocktails because it has that in it, and I haven't bought it yet. And well, you're so welcome to, I, you to, to. I have a I have a full bottle, so yeah, and it'll <laughs> last for a long time. Yeah, it'll last. Come over with like a little mason jar or something, Absolutely. right? It'll he's, last you about a hundred years. He's using 
he's aerosolizing it so yeah. it'll be cold for a long <laughs> <Yes>. time. <laughs> right. You have one of those bulbs, like one of those old classic perfume things, like the bulb. Oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. like with the, with the, the little with squeeze. The, with the little tube, and you go, psh, psh, yeah. psh. It's perfect, because <laughs> right. if, you, if you add a little too much, then it just takes taste, has too much of that black licorice, you know, fennel yeah. taste. It's, that's just a little too much for a drink. But when you're just uh, aerosoling it on the glass, it, it, it adds a, such a nice touch to it, so. Awesome. Sounds good. So yeah, don't buy any. Come grab some from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. All, right. All right. Go ahead, Nina. Um, I, I, I wish you guys. I, I tried to get a better picture of this, but it's not working out. It's a. This is um. A cocktail, uh, named after, one of my favorite characters from the comic, who, barely appeared in the movie, which is Lockheed the Little Dragon. Oh, right, right. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a fan favorite. He's been in uh, Captain Marvel. He's been in X-Men. But anyway. So, oh, he was in Captain Marvel? Not the, not not the, the movie. Not the, the movie, comic. the comic. Oh. Although, yeah, you know, although he wasn't much in the movie, he, he certainly had the best reveal and probably one of the best <laughs> cinematic shots in the whole movie. It's like, Agreed. wow, this is actually amounting to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, this is called a Lockheed, and, and, his, and it's purple. It was actually uh, invented by a fan of, of the show or nice. of the comic. So I wish you guys could see it. It's kind of a pretty lavender color, but it's four parts pink rum and... One part, let me see what this is called, Parfait Amour, which is essentially purple curacao. It's okay, a, it's okay. an orange liqueur, but it's purple instead of the blue. So it basically it tastes like rum and orange. But like I said, it's very pretty. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> cool. Unfortunately, it doesn't photograph while well. it looks yeah. good. But it's, trust me, it's a it's a beautiful lavender color. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe you yeah. can juice that up when you post it. Now. Yeah, I, I've been playing with I've been playing with some uh, editing tools. Maybe I'll try. I'll give it a shot. Uh, yeah, Lockheed's a really cool character, and and it was nice to see him in there. And, and he actually does play a part in the, in the comics with uh, with the New Mutants. So it wasn't a far fetch. And I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later about some yeah, of the other people. Yeah, I, I will too. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, I did two, um, just because uh, the first one is a shot, and I'm like, that's not going to carry me through a whole whole episode. Um, not and I was looking, <laughs> and I was looking for a bunch of different things, and I got hooked, kind of caught up on the the demon bear, which is which is comic. Oh accurate. yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was part of it, and I found this perfect thing. It's called a pineapple uh, gummy demon, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. That's the problem the name was. Of the yeah, pineapple okay. gummy demon. You got to hear the whole thing out though. So okay, sure. No, I'm 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 on it. <laughs> the idea is that it was it's uh, demon uh, rum is the brand, huh? and I found out they're only available in Wisconsin and Nevada. I don't know why those are the only two states that it's available in. So well, that's but I, where I, I like this, that's where you went this weekend. That's right. You were yeah, there. I wish. <laughs> uh, but I like the idea of it, so I kind of changed up and didn't use the demon. I used uh, some Captain Morgans. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to change the name to a, a pineapple um, uh, gummy uh, demon bear. And so it's, oh, okay. it's, you know, just just to give it a little. But it's a shot. Nice little cute thing. And it's got this pineapple gummy bear in there, if you can see it. And so, uh, no. You, you oh, yeah, I see it, it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tried to make it show up in the picture. Uh, but it's um, one, uh, one ounce of a spiced rum, one ounce of a. Uh, tropical rum is what they called for. I didn't have the tropical rum, and so I changed. What it is up a tropical little. rum? Like Malibu? It, 
Well, no, that's coconut rum. So they're actually oh. tropical where it mixes like coconut and, and some uh, like pineapple and some other flavor, right. you know, a tropical isn't, flavor. And the rum I got I, too, uh, isn't that a tropical rum, I think? No, no, that's just a that's just an aged rum. I thought it said tropical. Okay. I know it's aged. Um, I thought it yeah, was no, like the red rum, the one that I've had before is a tropical. Um, Bacardi has a tropical and stuff. Well, I didn't have any of those, but I did have a lime, a raspberry, a coconut, and a regular white. So I did a half ounce of each <laughs> one of those. Your own? Yeah, <laughs> I made my own. Half ounce of each one of those in it instead of the two ounces of the spiced and tropical and kind of just made it up with that. Um, and then uh, one ounce of pineapple juice. And then I put two gummy bears in there because everybody has two bears in them, right? So you got to have two bears in your shot. And so uh, I made one for my wife, and she shot this earlier, and she was like, oh, my God, that's delicious. And I was like, God damn, now i got to wait. <laughs> so bears, that's my first there, one. Is there a possum there too? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Inside joke, sorry guys. That's quite all right. There's only two bears in that one. We need three bears for the bottom. All right, right. <laughs> I'll tell that story someday. <laughs> but and besides that, so my long-term drink for this one, it's called a rum cannonball. And this one um, was off of uh, Cannonball, who is one of my favorite uh, X-Men characters. I've always liked him. Um, he he didn't get a great. Uh, representation in this movie they kind of showed his power a little bit when what they did was kind of okay but they they just didn't really do a good job with him as a character his his personality is not right his his voice is not right that accent was not right well uh, the story was just not right but anyways the rum cannonball interesting fact this drink was was created uh from the movie life aquatic oh which was oh. Uh, directed by wes with anderson steve zizu yeah. So the interesting thing was is it, and Steve Zizu's character uh, went to a certain bartender who made him the best rum cannonball uh, he's ever tasted, which was apparently a made-up drink, just a name. And so people started to come up with these rum cannonball for the for the the from that movie. It's two ounces of a dark rum, one ounce of a light rum, two ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of pomegranate juice, and two ounces of ginger ale. And so I made that up, poured it in glass, and uh, it's really good too. I bet. Yeah. Okay. So I have uh, I've got two really good ones this time, so I'm I'm really happy. And you're I'm a rum fan, a good... so uh, <laughs> so that works to your benefit. I very much am. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's the pirate in me kind of thing. There you go. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about this movie. Um, this was a uh, supposed to come out in early 2017 and got pushed and pushed and pushed from a lot of different uh reasonings whether it was the the director or the um the company the 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 um fox or or just disney then got involved when because the the buyout and everything so just just had issues and issues and issues what, talked what, about reshoots and all when you said the director what what do you mean the director changed i didn't get it i didn't get a no no didn't he 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 changed well from what i understand is the idea of the movie changed several times and the director had was part to do that um he wanted to do a full hardcore horror movie so he started down that avenue and then then they're like no 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 you gotta you gotta pull it back a little and so he had to change it a little bit and then and he also talked about uh making this kind of a, a mix of a stephen king and a um 
uh, why am I uh, a Hughes kind of John like, Hughes. Like, well, yeah, John Hughes really? mashup. Yeah, so like Breakfast King Club is, in yeah. <laughs> speak, you know. Speaking of Stephen King, when it was when it came out with you know the mm-hmm. kids and it, and it was so successful that the studio it, uh, changed it their the tunes. movie, not hit the. It was it the movie, right? It the movie, yeah. And and the production studio says, oh well, that that works. Why don't you go back to your horror idea after they'd already done all the principal photography? Oh really? That's, That's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Noah's frozen up again. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh Noah, Noah, Noah. Oh, oh wait, unfrozen, sort of. Wait, he's kind of back. I'm back. All right, we'll we'll see. If this keeps up, we'll probably have to to stop this and just come back another time. Uh, so, yeah. Right. So as far as the productions, the production, it sounds like the director went through a lot of whiplash, where it was, you know, I'm yes. going to make my movie this way, horror, hardcore. And try it, go down that path. And they said, whoa, 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 back off. Let's make it a little yeah. bit more uh, teen friendly. And, and so he changed it up. And then and then after he shoots it, they say, oh, wait, no, go back to that original plan. Because <laughs> that worked for it. It's going to work for you. And then it was almost like right. too late. They planned a bunch of uh, some reshoots. But those reshoots never happened because that's when all the studio shakeup happened. And so... And it sounds like he was even a little frustrated during production of the shooting because because he couldn't get his vision. You know, he he was too too hamstrung by the studio. Um, so, yeah. Very... I I listened to this Marvel podcast and they and the, they were kind of relaying this saga in real time as it was happening. Cause, oh really? Yeah, because the guy's a huge comics fan, so he yeah. like keeps up with the news of everything they're shooting and all, and. At one point, he's like, I don't know if we'll ever see this. He's like, I don't know. I heard that. I don't know if it'll. He's like, they might just like throw it on, you know, Hulu and pretend it never happened or whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it it, kind of came and went real quick. I didn't. I mean, I get that they were trying to make it a horror movie, obviously, but I just didn't get the horror piece. You know, well, that's, that had a lot to do with Disney, too, in the end, is they, they pulled them back from a lot of it. And that's that's the problem with this, is there was too many there was too many spoons in the soup, too many people pulling in what direction. Um, not, not enough, like, this is what it's going to be, you know, not enough of the director standing up and saying, hey, this is what I want to make, and this is what we're going to do. It, it, it's the problem of it. And the worst part is, is The New Mutants is a, a perfect title to do a movie on. There's, there's so many fans, like... Most people that like X-Men and know the comics are also fans of New Mutants and stuff like that. And um, I personally am a huge New Mutants fan. So when I heard this was coming out, yeah. uh, I almost was more excited about this than I was X-Men. Um, just just for my own history with it. And then for them to, to really kind of shit the bed on this one, it really sucks. Because this could have been a huge title. It could have been a great story. And it could have been done. Cool. And, and there's parts of it that tried. But there's so many parts that failed. Well, they certainly spared, they spared, I won't say no expense, but they certainly didn't cut cut back on any of um, the stars, right? I mean, if you look at the top three build people on IMDb. Yeah. You have Maisie Williams, obviously, from Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. You have um, Anya Taylor-Joy, who since this has gone on to star in Queen's Gambit, which is one of the biggest movies yep. or one of the biggest series kind of all last year. Yeah. Th- yeah. And this, was, this was after in... Split. She did Split. I think that was her first one that really put her on the I map. think you're right, yeah. Um, yeah. The Witch right. was and, another one. And she, yeah. she, has another, she has another movie coming out 
this weekend Ed, with Edgar yeah. Wright last night Maybe. in Soho. Yeah. So. Um, um, so yeah. So her. I mean, a big a big star in her own right. And then Charlie Heaton from um, Stranger uh, Stranger yeah. Things, right? So yeah. I mean, the top three build people like they didn't they didn't get nobodies. And then even yeah. looking at even looking so at I, getting, I don't here's I don't, here's the thing. I don't I don't know if they paid. I mean. The three actors that you mentioned, the three young young actors, they're, I mean, they're they're critically, I mean, critically, they've gotten a lot of uh, notice. Although, uh, on it, I mean, they were popular. I'm sure they had great agents and negotiated high prices. Whether they're I, great actors or not, I'm sure. I mean, they I had... think I think they're all they've all gotten notice for their acting, but I mean, they were acting in. Well, Game of Thrones is, was a huge show, but she was sure. in, in an ensemble of, what, 50 people? But she was right. one of the main people. I mean, at the time yeah. this came out, she was one of the main... Yeah, but... I still because don't know I think she was this... full and top dollar. Well, the budget was the budget was 67... Um, what is that? That's million? Probably million. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. Really Although, if you I'm, said thousand, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, that's... You know, as far as as far as uh, superhero movies go, that's that's you know, bargain basement practically. Sure. Yeah. You know. And sure, yeah. that's like that's like Fantastic Four money. Oh, <laughs> this was better than Fantastic Four, so we'll give it well, that at least. But I mean, don't get me started. Was... But it's better than. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I. <laughs> but I mean, it's they had they essentially had six actors, in, a warehouse. You know, deserted ho hospital or whatever. They uh, they actually used um, oh, the the place where um, <laughs> yeah, where Shutter Island was filmed. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. Oh. So, so they used is, that same hospital. Is that it's an actual hospital then? Yeah. Okay. Which apparently well, creeped out the actors while they were I think doing it. It wasn't. I mean, it's not a hospital now. It was an actual. Right. It's not it's a that functioning that's, hospital. That's what, that's what I mean. Right. It, it was at one time. Yeah. So, and you know, clearly. The special effects were no great shakes, so. I didn't think they were horrible. I thought I, they were it, fine. Uh, to me, it was just it was the the dialogue, the the delivery, the cinematography was so flat. It just it came across like a TV special. Um, yeah, it was very uh, very watered down. Um, even made Twilight look a little bit more. Uh, uh, oh, shut your mouth! No, it's, well, uh, I've seen it. It's. It just kind of had that quality, like it didn't be belong on the screen, the big screen. It belonged just on. You know what? I think it. I think it would have done better. I, I will. I, I will say it would have done. It would have done a lot better, in my opinion, as like a Netflix, like a Jessica Jones. Yeah, I would have much rather like... seen this as a miniseries because then they could have really delved into stuff and, and, and I mean, did what they wanted to with the, the personal stories and stuff like that. Like, I'm surprised was... it was only 94 yeah. minutes. Like, I'm actually yeah. surprised. Based... I, think, I think that hurt. Well, I think it I think it hurt it, but I think it helped it because I don't know if I could have stood more than 94 minutes God. of it. I mean, but... they could have done more backstory with everybody, but... yeah. They didn't have the actors. I mean, it was, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, they'd right. have had to hire more people to, to well, for that, flashbacks so that, or whatever. I so, think that was a problem, too, is they, they cut it down to so small that it made the story a little weird. Like the doctor and, being the only person in the hospital. And the only the non-mutant. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was a mutant. She was a mutant. Yeah. Oh, true. Like the only. You know what? Yeah. It, yeah, it's like you had the the well, five kids, if you think the about doctor. It, maybe had... maybe they were trying to figure it, make it like uh, wherever the X Men stay. What's that called? Uh, like the X Men's compound or whatever. I mean. Oh, the um, school for gifted. Yeah, the school for gifted. Right. So if yeah. you think about that, I mean, the only person who's like in charge there. I mean, other people have grown up. But they still have cooks and janitors and gardeners and stuff. I've like never that. seen them. Well, they're just in the background. You don't need to. Well, see they them. could be in the background here too. They obviously <laughs> clean the spray paint off of the fountain after she spray painted on it. But I mean, you know, it's it's. Uh, but I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's just a different kind of a, a, a deal. But um, you know, it, it's the the one thing. First of all, I can't believe there were only what four of them. There were five. only four. Five. Well, there was there five. was the the doctor. Oh, the doctor and five. Right. No. So I I. I, I was surprised there were only five, unless they got promoted very quickly. But it seemed like they were all in for the long haul, and it seemed like they didn't. You know, it's like with with the way the world, the universe, the X Men universe was. It seems like there were a ton of people. Like there would be a ton of people in the X Men universe that they could keep funneling into this place, unless well, some went straight to the school for gifted school for the gift well, or whatever yeah. and so I mean they, they they changed the premise for the comic at least I mean not, oh, I don't yeah. know how the how the comic is recently but I started reading it when this first started mm-hmm. in the well I know the, I remember when you got the first one I got the very first one yeah on the uh as I said my famous 7-eleven yep. and <laughs> it's funny I, I actually re-listened to that episode today because um, I'm going back and pulling all the drinks from the episodes, and I listened to the first episode you were on, and you talked about New Mutants number one being the first comic that you got. Yep. I, I thought that's hilarious. Yeah, and I. And the, what do you know? And uh. the thing is, and the thing is, I, I really loved it, and, mm-hmm. but, like the premise of it was different. way different. Was yeah, it was they were. I actually at, never read the comic to be honest. I'm they, sure she they, didn't either. Yeah, they were at the school. Mm-hmm. It was like um, they were the first actual student students at the school. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. like uh, yeah, like Charles Xavier had he had the X Men, and he's like, you know, we should start like training the next generation, and so he like picked them to all. So there was a lot of like them being trained think, and them being I in the danger had, room, and I think they had Xavier in like an original uh, version of the script. Uh, he was supposed to be in an end credits thing with uh, Storm, actually. Okay. So was there an end credits thing? Because I didn't actually. There was supposed know to be, but it. there wasn't. They did. That's yeah. there's a whole. This was supposed to be a trilogy. So that's the other. part. I do remember. That. I did read that. Yeah, I absolutely read so that's, that. That's that's the other part that that really screwed it up. Is is he tried to tell this little story that was going to lead into a second story, that's going to lead into a third story, which was going to set them up, and all of that got blown up and shot down, which which kind of ruins it all because it could have been it could have been good. I agree that this wasn't the best superhero film and there was things with it but i didn't think it was as bad as, as some people and that I includes mean, you it's a, here's <laughs> the thing it, it kept my attention yeah um you know i thought it's one of those it's like the script could have been better it's just uh, a why the acting, movie. it's the almost acting, like an after yeah, the acting, special the acting was variable it was obviously low budget the directing was very I don't pedestrian. Think it was low budget. I, I think the special effects in this were better. I, I think they weren't bad. I think some of these oh, special I think effects they were. Oh. were better than. We've talked about some of the bad special effects in the MCU movies 
And I think this was yeah. better than the, the bad special effects in some of the MCU movies. Well, even yeah. the opening scene with the you know with the bear uh, attacking uh, the Danny and the reservation. Yeah, the reservation that I thought was effective. It was well shot, and it kind of got put you right into it, um, into the movie. Uh, but. I, kind of I don't think the special effects. So. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the special effects were the problem. I, I do think some of the story was the problem. And and yeah, the, I, I the, think the the mix of the the Breakfast Club meets uh, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of thing just didn't work. I like yeah, what, they just I like, they, I like what Bo said about YA. It did kind of have that sort of that sort of yeah. feel the way it was written, and that's why I was kind of comparing it to uh, to Twilight because it just comes across sense, yeah. as yeah it, it's it's something for for teens to to watch and it's harder for a more mature audience to understand the motivation of these little characters and you just think they're a bunch of you know little little you know, are you taking shots uh, at me steve <laughs> <laughs> no. go ahead nina you were gonna well, say something. anyway as i was saying like <laughs> after recounting all of its problems it did keep my interest and it's like if they wanted to make more i'd watch them yeah. I'm like, it's not like I'm like, oh, this was the worst. You know, it was it was fine. It was, you know, was... I would, too. I would. You know, it's just like one of those things. But I watch. I mean, if there's a trilogy, I'll watch all three. Like yeah. I watched all three Matrix movies. I watched all three Hangover Oof. movies. Like Did I you mean, watch you all know, three Hobbit. All three Hobbit were there. I didn't watch any. Actually, you know, I I it's on my list. I haven't watched all, any okay. of the Hobbit movies. There's but, three of them. So just get yeah. ready. You're missing okay. nothing. I don't. <laughs> exactly. I don't That's what well. I was just going to say. I, <laughs> Brett, I, I, I've already told find, Kelly. I find the to... Rankin Bass one from the 70s. Far I already told Kelly when I do eventually <laughs> retire in about 15 years that, uh, you know, whatever, like 12 to 15 years when I actually retire, I'm going to need two solid years of, of uninterrupted just, TV time. Just TV time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see doing that. That would be fun. Um, no, I, I think the biggest thing with this is that uh, it, it had such potential with the characters. And, and sure. maybe it's maybe it's the people that, like me, that have such a nostalgia um, feel for this that it's like such a miss in the fact that it could have been so good that? that it just it oh, missed out. Nice. And, like, um, you know, I, I, I hope they come back to it because yeah, I really think that they could do a great story with it. And, and there's also oh. some major misses too with the with the the, uh, characters in the the um what's it called uh the where they where they hire the people to be in it oh god i can't think right now this rum's going to my head um what yeah no where they uh oh geez words they're failing me where they hire the actor what (laughs) are you frozen again are we missing out i'm just kidding no no No, we're we're, we're, (laughs) totally uh, joking that's a joke um (laughs) Anyways, Robert DaCosta, uh, uh, the the Sunspot pl- uh, character, uh, played by uh, Henry Zaga, was a, a, car- a horrible uh, hire or, or uh, casting. There's choice? a word for casting. Right. Casting. That's the word I was looking okay. for. <laughs> you think you think he was a bad cast? If you read the comics, yes. Oh, I gotcha. So uh, he just. And and the and the director caught a lot of shit for this one too, and and I and rightfully so. This is one of those ones where they they basically are coming out and saying it got whitewashed, um, even though the the actor is a Brazilian actor and and Robert Costa is a, a Brazilian. He's supposed to be an African Brazilian um, character. He's yeah. he's a lot darker. 
yeah skin tone and and this is one of those ones where usually marvel uh even fox marvel had done a really good job with character uh casting as far as like the looks from the comics and this one missed horribly well i think it's the only one that on was... him i mean on even on Maisie williams right if you're going no no I, I think she actually looked a lot like yeah, uh, she's, Wolfbane. She, yeah, and she's a but the, the she character might look like Scottish. Wolfbane, but she's not Scottish. She's English. Well, okay. I read a bunch. Of, I read a couple of articles where she had extensive voice coaching to get the Scottish accent. Yeah, and and she really more. Yeah, I didn't think it, it was that. It, it was spot. It was spotty. They were it all spotty, spotty, and that was another. Spotty. Yeah, yeah. That, that was another thing. Now I'm not. I'm not so hardcore on like. Oh my god, you have to hire a Scottish actor to play a Scottish they person. Were, they were Renaissance Fair level quality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know some pretty good Renaissance people that can just fucking nail it. But anyway, you and me, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she was much better than me. I'll fuck it up. <laughs> I, I drop it. I sound more too, like right. It. I sound more I like I was from it. Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. But, no, I mean, uh, character-wise, look. I mean, like, I mean, we talk about Tony Stark and, and Robert Downey Jr. He looks like the comic book character, you know, and, and most of those. The characters looked fairly similar. I think uh, they missed a little bit on uh, Daniel um, Moonstar. Yeah. Or, um, she She's supposed to be this kind of tall, thin, you know, very... Um, well, more a darker skin too. So I think they missed a little bit on that one. But I think actually uh, Maisie uh, Williams did look a lot like uh, Rain Sinclair, who who she yeah. played. Anna uh, Taylor Joy looked a lot like uh, Liliana. Liliana Rasputin Magic from Charlie Heaton. He's a little short for the character, but he wasn't so bad. But his accent was fucking way off. Yes. Um, that was, he, he he was never that deep of a you know country bumpkin kind of guy in I the mean, comics i mean I, the, the way i the way i remember it is that i always thought was funny is they would kind of like write out their accents yes in the dialogue so it'd be with like rain. yeah with <laughs> rain and but also with with him with sam so it'd be like if he said my it would be m-a-h like ma yeah <laughs> or <laughs> Yeah. Well, his his wasn't as, as all the time though. His was more subtle, where hers was very Scottish, um, yes. and everybody else was kind of very subtle as far as in in in. They just, I think that was a miss in this one. You were talking about casting, and and you you mentioned I tried you know, to. casting to to ah. look, and and I would almost say that that if I were a casting person and I had a vision for a movie and I was trying to cast someone for a part, you you know I I think someone who could capture the character would be probably top priority second priority would be you know i i, I wouldn't well put, here's i wouldn't here's put, the, I, w I would be afraid that if they chose the look of an actor as their top priority you're going to get screwed out of any sort of movie that resonates the way you want it to now i don't think this movie did either way well but I, in I a just, comic book where you're coming from but, a from a media that has a visual not like a book where it's kind of a written description okay. where people make up their own look well that's what that's why i'm asking so for your from your point of view when it comes to casting for for books that are or for movies that are based on comics visuals is the number one priority i i think it's a higher priority than normal okay like I, I really do. I think. I mean, you're, you're. Well, 
there's there's two things that you're trying to do with these comic book movies is you're trying to play to the the fans of the comics and you're also trying to play to the fans that haven't become fans of the comics yet so you have to hit both ends but to get that side of the comics which are the ones that really are going to pay probably pay the most money to go see the, you're probably going to get more of them than you are the new people you really got to pay a service to them and say hey this is this is these are the characters that you know from the comics right. they might have slight changes but you're not going to throw you know you're not going to have a character that's like a 110 pound you know skinny person you're also going to throw in some it's, 220 I, pound buff guy with different color hair right. you know it's just you well, mentioned, I mean, think of it but this you way, mentioned like, fan like, service fan service is probably you know that that's a that that's going to backfire if that's all you cater to like that's how it but that's, that's going to be your biggest i mean that's going to be your biggest market out of the bat and those are the people that are going to sell it word of mouth to I get other it. people i, I think, get it if it's I, if it but that's and that's like what, look at look at i mean i i i'll say i'll say it this way sorry steve i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead sorry well i just <laughs> it's it just like what is the motivation when a lot of, a lot of times when it comes to these mcu movies or a lot of movies that are based off big visuals that that uh, that it, it gets a little muddled on on what's driving the story if it's J I was gonna say JJ Abrams got into a lot of trouble with the last Star Wars movie and I think right rightly so because he catered so much to fan service and it ended up ended up diluting the movie it, it just became kind of yeah. fan service one after another and you lost the whole overarching and, vision um, I mean and I would agree with that but I guess I guess my my kind of point is or my kind of I don't really have a point ever, really, but <laughs> I guess I, I guess what I'm trying to convey is that look at like the first Iron Man, look at the first Avengers movie, look at the first like look at the first in any iteration, the first X Men movie, the first Deadpool movie. Like if you're a fan mm -hmm. of those movies, of those characters that are in those movies, like I get that as you go down the road. Like I don't fault J.J. Abrams for for you know being so far down the Star Wars like path not necessarily because that's his sort of take on it he's trying to do the best he can but when you're doing the first movie this is the first new mutants movie you have all new characters all new people all new things these are all things that are like like some of us are seeing it for the first time because i never watched nice i never uh, watched the new mutants i never read the new mutants sorry i never read the new mutants yeah. comics even though my sister was a humongous fan I was more into G.I. Joe, right? So G.I. Joe yeah. was my thing or or whatever. Yeah. So so that's what I was into. But but if you're gonna if you're gonna introduce these characters, I think you need to be like you need to honor them as much as you can. I think right. like you said, like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man was perfect. You know, uh Chris Hemsworth is Thor, uh all of those nailed it. You know, but all those guys, but, but like all the these... original characters. But Chris look... Evans certainly didn't do a very good job as 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 Johnny Storm, but he did a great job <laughs> as Captain fine. America. <laughs> I actually saw him. So I'm going to digress here for a second, and we'll get back to this. I actually was looking for something to watch that I didn't care about while I was falling asleep the other night, and I watched this <laughs> movie called The Perfect Score. Oh, I've seen that. Chris, it's an MTV movie, and Chris Evans is in that, and he's like a child. It's so funny. Yes. He's, he looks like he's about 17 years old. It's hilarious. But anyway, but um, yeah, no, I think if you're going to do the first movie introducing new characters, I think you really need to honor those characters. Like even, like, I don't know, I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, but I'm not like so attached to the fact that, that 
Like there's a a canon to the Mandalorian that has to happen that I know about that's right. so important that I like have it honored to me. <laughs> but but if I were to watch, but you're not a if full I were, on fanboy. I'm not, but but if I were a Marvel, like I was a Marvel fanboy, like when I when I was reading comics, when I got into comics, I was reading the Ultimates, right? I was reading Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Avengers, like all that kind of stuff, and I felt like when they did the the Spider-Man movies, the new ones, and they did the Avengers movies, and they did Iron Man, like I felt like they really kind of nailed it. I think they did yeah. a great job of honoring those characters, and as I said, I don't know the 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 new mutant characters very well, but I feel like if this were what they were like in the comic, that comic wouldn't have lasted as long as it lasted. No, and they that's, weren't. That's the thing is they weren't anything. None of them were even close to what they were in this movie, which is part well, of the problem. And I mean, again, I think I think changing the premise did not help because right. instead of like them learning to trust each other and become a team because. Right they wanted to save people they had to they were sort of forced to come together because they realized that they were being held prisoner and were probably yeah. uh, I, I, in trouble and but but are we trying to define rules on how to make a how to adapt a comic book because what i'm hearing is yes if we're going to make a movie about a comic book we can't change the premise or we're going to you know i i don't well, think this movie I, I, would, good. I wouldn't you can I wouldn't, change your premise but you have to honor the I wouldn't, well, I no, wouldn't but that's say not, that exactly. that's not that's not what was said i'm, I'm just respond, I mean, i'm just saying sorry. That i don't okay. i don't think this was a good movie i think it did a lousy job no i don't either but i think there 5. are 5.3 was aggressive on but the i think there are really good movies that are adapted from material that totally go a different direction and were and to say they did it wrong i don't think that's the right approach i think i think the problem the problem is you have to determine why something is successful and if you're going to make a change you have to have a good reason yeah it has i mean they made a bunch of changes in the storyline for the avengers but I, I mean, I think it the improved better. them. I think yeah. it improved them for well, sure. And they and all, said, they all and played I've, out really well. And I've, and I've said that this, I'm like, they changed the premise. May, I mean, you got, I, I was unaware that they were planning a trilogy. So maybe that's why, but you know, and as for the characters, I don't like, know what they could have, like, I don't see how this could have been a trilogy. Like, I don't know well, what the next step is. Like, what's the next apparently step? They were going to Brazil. I don't know. That's, that was I, the idea. Like, that's, I don't that's know just what, what I heard. Step is on this. <laughs> so here, my my but, idea with with this would have been. Sorry, Nina. Go ahead. Oh well, I but I mean, I don't know. It's like the character, the characters they picked. I mean, there's there's they have strong personalities, yes. and the way they played them, they did it. You know. I mean, so the, the other you, interesting had, thing you had Danny's tragic backstory. Yeah. And you had Ileana, who was way bitchier than I remember her in the comic. Racist. And, Very racist, also. Yes. <laughs> and I have, a, I have an idea on that. Yeah, and they just, they kind of, they it almost was like the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we have... We have the the bad there boy. There was there was when they the, went to the, the attic. Boy, right? The that, attic was a very the attic was a very breakfast clubby sort of teen trope. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he tried but, to do. And but how were they just like I don't know how long those people were there, but how long were they there that they're just like 
what did you do to get here? What did you do to get here? It's like four of the five people had been there for who knows how long. Is this really the first time they're asking each other? Like, true. Like, yeah, that, that's a good point. That's very a that's two-dimensional good point. storytelling. It's like rather right. than revealing. I, I wish you would have. Like, we're going to fill, yeah. fill the audience in. I and wish they not... could would pick one side or the other. Go full horror yeah. and leave the leave the right. the breakfast. Club I wasn't scared at all. Is anybody out. scared at any minute? No. I, it's not a horror in the fact that it's got a bunch of jump scares. The 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 horror side of it was it, there was some tension. Or like uh, uh, Liliana Rasputin's character had the kind of more um, horror side of it with with the idea of what you know the the people call them the Slenderman, you know the the smiley. They kind of look like that. Well, I yeah. like so I that thought, was a little. I th- I thought uh, uh, Danny's ability to, to kind of bring everyone's worst fear. So alive. that is actually that, legit. I know but that that's, is that's that, one of the yeah. pure things from the comics that really played, and, and and they did a good job with that. And that's where I think they could have added more to the horror element if they if I think yes. if, if the director had his way, that's probably his approach. He would have taken it a little bit more deeper into that and brought that the horror elements out. Yeah, of that, so. that's what I mean. Is he needed yeah. to pick one or the other, and that's that was the problem. Is is he didn't pay enough homage to the characters other than the powers that they had everybody's powers were pretty spot on uh sunspots was the least like like his where he didn't become this uh lava like guy he actually kind of looked more like if you saw a a an eclipse where he's this this total blacked out oh. guy with this yeah, he, kind of ream around him that's kind of cool yeah, well, he's um, a great character in the comics it, they, it, it definitely had like the he definitely like was inspired by like the kirby crackle yeah. Look, it, it's, where a lot there was a lot of black. What are you, you talking know, about? The art style. Yeah. Jack it's Kirby almost Jack like style. he's yeah, he's almost yeah. like a, a negative effect, you know. It, it's real it's it's a sunspot. Yeah. Like if you look at a planet that uh, comes over an eclipse, yeah. that's what he's supposed to look like because he gets his powers from the sun. He was the worst adaptation from the comics in in the whole thing. Um well, Magic. there were some flaws with his character, like just the, the he he was the, the he was physics the of his character. Well, not only that, but he was he was cast incorrectly. He should have been a, um, a black gentleman, um, and his his mentality and his his persona was a little bit off because he's he's a little bit cocky. Um, so they kind of got that right, but it, it's a cockiness, uh, you know, because he has money and he thinks he's you know a ladies' yeah. man, but he's not really. Um, so that that they kind of tried to play that up a little bit, but was he just... the one that was the virgin, or was the Kentucky yeah, guy that... he was, okay. yeah, he was, and that and that's kind of comic legit too. Okay. Um, so, uh, but I think the rest, other than Cannonball, were kind of really what they were. Uh, yeah, uh, Liliana was a little bit more of Wait, a bitch. That sorry, who's Cannonball? Cannonball was the guy from Kentucky, the one that like oh, zipped okay. around like a. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know that was his. Okay. Yeah. Um, they they so, never they never mentioned it. That, well, they did I, say. I think he did they say. They never talked about like their cannibal. character. Did they ever talk about their? Well, they no, because they they they're I mean, not a team yet. They don't have code names. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean, Moonstar, her 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 power, Danny Moonstar, her power is literally that is is taking a person's worst nightmares. Or I believe she can do either both worst nightmares or greatest joys and and manifest them essentially. Didn't somebody else have that power? Didn't didn't wasn't there another? Or am I thinking of Heroes? Maybe I'm thinking of the the series Heroes might have had. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Heroes that. might have had. I something I think in like Heroes somebody had that power. Yeah. Anyway. 
right. So anyways, that that is her her legit power in 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 the comics, you know, that's she 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 actually has a little bit more control and she's kind of kind of a leader with Cannibal in the beginning who instead of killing his whole family, he saves his whole family, but they also reject him as a mutant after he does that fact. So he's kind of, you know, a little bit like, you know, he wants to help people but he's also can't go home kind of thing. Um and then uh Magic, who's Liliana's character, actually is not part of the original uh, group, um, which she he he replaces. She replaces uh, an Asian American character who um, has a telekinetic and mind control, um, which I thought they would have done better to put her in there because they throw the whole the whole lesbian love kind of thing in there on two characters that are not lesbians in the comics. No. And don't ever have any kind of con- they have a good connection with each other they have a mental link but never have this love thing like they, they throw in there and they take out the one lesbian character that is real from the comics and don't put her in there and it's kind of like and also just... and and I mean I hate to keep harping on this but <laughs> the but the new mutants Harp away. are the you know it's, they're meant to be you know ethnically diverse yes and they pretty much went with, I mean, they made Roberto, de- I mean, he's definitely like, like you said, like Afro-Brazilian in yes. the comic, like very dark. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know if the actress who played Danny is, is Native American. I think she is. Is she? Okay. So, so. so you basically have the one. <laughs> She's she's the one non-white person. Well, I mean, technically, uh, the guy that plays Da Costa, uh, Henry Zaga, is from Brazil and is would yeah, be considered a, a person of color by, you know, birthright. But I, I, I mean, mean, you look at him. Are are they though? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 South Americans or, you know, I mean, he could be descended from Europeans just as easily. I don't know. I don't want to get into it too much, but. They, you know, like they they needed some. Yes, they definitely did. Some, some, pe- some definitely more. I mean, I I was very disappointed that they they didn't include Karma because I thought she mm-hmm. was a great character. Right. And um, and yeah, Roberto did not look anything like. And well, I, not only that, but the doctor was supposed to be. She's a black character in the comics, also. Um, yeah. And they kind of whitewashed her. I, I guess he's more of a, not necessarily uh, an African American character, but more of a a dark um, Hispanic, um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And you know, and I, I it I was mean, a usually, fail. 100% usually, usually you and I are on opposite sides of this. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but I just I didn't. You're right. There's no good reason to change it, and. You know, this is and... this is one of the ones where I, I mean I I'm 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 pretty much always in 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 favor of not changing what the comic book race is regardless of you know today's standards like yeah. you know we talked about with uh, you know uh, Iron Fist and they're like well why isn't he Asian well because he wasn't Asian in the comics that's why he's not Asian in the, mo- right. in the show don't change it don't change it just to to meet a quota and this this is almost. Right this is kind of like the whitewashing where it really shows and this is why you don't change it and 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 this is you know i this is why i say and to steve's point about getting the actors like you know we talk about x-men the first x-men right we got uh hugh jackman playing wolverine 
Hugh Jackman was not known as this fabulous actor when he was cast for that, but he had the look and he nailed the look 100%. Like people looked at him when he was dressed up as Wolverine and said, you're like, that's fucking Wolverine. And I so mean, that is this case, the same thing. Yeah, you, you, I, I you, agree. I mean, and also Hugh Jackman, I mean, before that, he pretty much did musicals. And, yeah, and, and but, I would say he I, had a presence. He had a presence that encapsulated it. It wasn't, I wasn't think, necessarily. Right. He was a he good had, actor, but he wasn't, wasn't a, a superhero. It wasn't a skin no. color that, that, that affected his presence. No, he was and, a, and, and he, he's a real, he's a good actor. And I, he was not their first choice for Wolverine. I don't even <laughs> think he was their third or fourth choice. And, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't their first choice for Iron Man. And, and I think they... Really? But, Who was? Do you, remember, do you know? I don't know offhand, but I know he wasn't the first. That's always interesting to look at that, like, who were the first choices? But John, but John I think Favre, was, though, he, he invested in... He said, it's it's Robert Downey Jr. or I'm not doing it, right? It wasn't Who said that? Favre. Favre. John Favre. 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 The, oh. the director. The, not, the not the quarterback Favre. for the Favre. Green Bay uh, Packers. Right. But... I don't like that's Brett. John <laughs> Favreau. Brett Favre. Favre. John Favreau. Oh, I only got you. John Favreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, but, but you look at, like, even, like, look at Back to the Future. Like, um, Eric Stoltz was originally Marty McFly. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that movie with Eric Stoltz as Barney McFly? <laughs> you you, like, you can do more I than imagine. You can look up on YouTube and see the scenes. That right, you can see his, his weird the first couple <laughs> they, days. They, of, they filmed. The first... They filmed quite a bit, actually. I know. Yeah, you're right. Him. You're right. But they said but yeah, working. but I think. Yeah. But I th- but I think Hugh Jackman and Robert Downey Jr. and there's other actors who are associated with famous roles. It's like they saw it as like this is a big deal, and they really went for it. I mean. You know, and really like threw themselves into it, and I don't know. They didn't give the these actors much to work with, to be fair. But oh, I don't think 100%. I don't think any of them were like, you know, they didn't seem super invested. I don't know. <laughs> so Tom, I just pulled this up really quick. Tom Cruise was first uh, one uh, that Marvel wanted for um, Iron Man. Really? Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. That's what it well, says here. Well, that's funny because the one that they wanted for, uh, they won the one for uh, X-Men, the Hugh Jackman role, they wanted someone that was couldn't get out of out of their Mission Impossible contract. He was one of the villains in, I think, Mission Impossible oh. 2 or... <laughs> so... Like, could you imagine if Tom... I, I think Avengers nope. and, and all of Marvel would have died if they had put Tom Cruise in there. Well, and then just imagine how small the Iron Man outfit would have been. Ouch. Like it would have been like like two thirds the size. They would have saved a lot on uh, CGI. Right, exactly. <laughs> less <laughs> less CGI. Not not to defend Tom Cruise, God forbid, but Robert Downey Jr. is not particularly tall either. I was just <laughs> looking up on it. There are some Tom Cruise movies. I like a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Top Gun fan. I mean, you know, I, I have a I have a soft spot in my heart for Top Gun. I have, you know, uh, Risky Business. Two inches. Um, at 202, I remember driving by at 17 years old, driving by the 202, uh, that movie theater on 202, Nina, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the about. King. Right, right there, right there, like right on the main drag on the way to yep. Friendlies. And I remember being 17 and being like, this thing's been there for years. And it's like, when I turn 18, I'm gonna go watch this movie at this movie theater because yeah. it's there. It's back when movies were movie theaters for years and years, right? It right. wasn't like, yeah. just like, six weeks and done so yeah so i was like risky business gotta do it you know or whatever so like he's been in some good movies i think i mean i just like giving i I, he's not my favorite actor so i like giving him crap 
He's Robert, going off Robert Downey Jr. has two inches on Tom Cruise, so. Oh. So that well, Iron Man suit would have been pretty <laughs> tiny. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> But anyways, that, that, that was one of the things as I was saying is like you kind of have to you have to pay a little bit of attention to what the what they physically look like. I mean, it, it goes back to that same thing. It's like I watched the Harry Potter movie first, the first one before I read the books. So in my mind, they were always the same people in the book. So it worked out. But in comic books, I, I you're so ingrained. And in, I mean, we're talking years and years. I mean, New Mutants started in the 80s. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You're talking almost 40 years of people writing and rewriting these, and and pretty much they're the same character throughout the whole thing. So you kind of almost have to play to the people that are going to go see this movie because of that, and and then it helps. And we're not talking like going down to get community theater actors to to play these people. Oh. We're we're talking real. I mean, you don't need you know. Robert Downey Jr.'s in every aspect. You can get well, away with some of these other guys that, and 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 maybe it gives them that chance. You can get to away shine. with Chris Hemsworth as Thor. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> he fucking kills it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> to, you know, to be fair though, I mean, nobody knew who he was until he was Thor. And you know, everybody I knows mean, who he is now. I mean, when Endgame came out, somebody found an old, uh, like an old uh, entertainment magazine from when the first Thor came out or when they were filming the first Thor. And it's like, they cast unknowns, Chris Hemsworth and Tom yeah. Hiddleston as Thor and Loki. It's like, yeah. let's just, let's just hope they pour uh, their mega budget into effects. Cause it's like, it's like, the, but they end up two these, of the biggest these, actors. Yeah, it's like these two guys. These two guys are never going to be able to carry <laughs> carry a superhero film. And it's like now it's like, oh, but you you uh, apparently you misunderstood their, whole, their own series, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the two of them, the two of them have like so much charisma. You could you know run a small city on it. It's, it's you could almost an, say that for that entire first Avengers crew. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And Noah, did you see that uh, Extraction 2, the little tease? Yes, I'm so two? excited. The other Chris I'm, Hemsworth. I, you know, I, I, I got to watch the first one. I, I really you still haven't to, watched it? So I've, I've started, so I've started to watch it. It's one of these things where it's like, a popcorn movie. You got to have some popcorn and just settle so in for the good. action. It's a lot of right. fun. I got it. Exactly. Like I want to, like I, what, what <laughs> happens is like, I start to watch it mm-hmm. and you know, just Kelly's in like those kinds of movies. So like, I have to find some time and then I get distracted or, you know, whatever. Um, so I don't always, but I really like, I need to, after football season's over, I need to like yeah. make a Sunday. Get back on just, Sundays. <laughs> yeah, like like get back get back to a Sunday. Now we have the TV downstairs. I need to watch like you need all to, the you Harry need to Potter encourage... movies. Like some of these things. You, like you Spencer. need to encourage you need to encourage Kelly to get a hobby. <laughs> so this is that hobby could be watching movies. She, has, she doesn't she like. She has hobbies of true crime, but you know we love each other and like to spend time together. That's well. Look, difference. I love Andrew. I mean, that's we the spend thing. A, and like, we spend. I love Andrew, and we spend a lot of time together. But he has bowling every every yeah, week, so. and it's that's where I watch. That's where I catch up on the trash that he doesn't care for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Trust me, it'll all work out. It's fine. I know. I know. <laughs> But yeah, extraction. But I need to like sit down. I still need to watch um, um, Into the Spider Verse. Oh my oh, god! Because sure I wanted to watch it not on my phone. Like I don't want to watch right. it. Right now, I understand. Does she not, does she not like? She won't watch that either. Yeah, I got her to see. We got her to see Deadpool 
two, maybe one. Because <laughs> Brian Reynolds was in it, like, and we got her to watch that. But like, she just doesn't like any of the superhero stuff, any of the like Star Wars. She's never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Oh my our, god. Our sister's the same way. I can't. I just no. But she's never seen any of the Star Wars movies because she was in college when they came out. So like, I could like I could imagine if I were in college, like I'd, I've never seen any episodes of Friends because when I was in college Friends came out and I was like I watched a pilot and they're like this show is fucking terrible I've never watched <laughs> another episode and I've never watched another episode it ended up being one of the most popular shows on all the television you know it's funny so no. I, I didn't watch them all either but my popular, youngest not fast. My, my youngest daughter Ashley has watched probably four times through like I can't remember I think it was when we Friends. first got like yeah Friends when we first got HBO she was binge watching that shit like season <laughs> a day kind of thing Casey's yeah. the same way she's done it with that with I, I, Metro I know Mother. a lot of that reminds me that reminds me of Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine <laughs> what's the one uh, this is 40 Paul with uh, Paul Rudd oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a, if you have, based I think off it's on of, HBO Max. It's based off of Knocked Up, uh, characters introduced in Knocked it's Up. It's the right? characters from Knocked Up, but it's, oh, okay. this is 40. You should check it out. It's actually pretty funny, especially as now long that as you're Seth 50. Rogen's not in it. No. No, he's not. Now that you're 50, it's actually <laughs> got, um, who's the woman? It's the woman who is the drunk woman from 40 Year Old Virgin. That uh, directed Pitch Perfect 2. And <laughs> Whoa, wasn't she's that? The, uh, she's the MC in Pitch Perfect. The, the one that like, hey, can you put that in my trunk? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but she's in the movie. Um, she's Paul Rudd's wife. Anyway, she's hilarious, but. Um, that's, that's right. Funny. And he goes off. Where does on, it go with this, this? Isn't this where he goes off on Starbucks because of the venti? Why do you call it Venti? You've got three different yeah. languages. What does that even mean? And she finally schools him on what it's about. <laughs> I think about. that's the one. It I means it 20. It's 20 ounces. <laughs> Get over yes. it. <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth um, Banks or Elizabeth Les Banks? Banks. No, no, no. Oh, Elizabeth. Not Elizabeth Banks. It's it's the... Um, Leslie Mann? Leslie Mann. That's, that's who it is. Leslie Mann. That's Man. his wife. That's the director's wife. That's his wife in the movie, right? Leslie Mann. Is right. It. Megan so, Fox is in it. Megan Fox works in the, in the store. That's who... No, but Elizabeth Banks is is she not in it as well? No, maybe that's she's a different, not maybe that's a different movie I'm thinking of. Okay, I don't I don't remember where I was going with this. Anyway, <laughs> I've had three right drinks. Yeah, Leslie <laughs> like Banks. Three or four. All right, let's get back to New Mutants. So, um, <laughs> do we have to? Yeah, I know. Yes, we do. Because that, that's what this podcast is about. I'm surprised. So uh, I listened to I I had actually listened to podcast on this months ago because I watched it and I really I really enjoyed it. Um, I, not I'm not going to say it's a podcast. The movie, I, I understand that it's not the greatest movie, and I understand there's some huge issues with it, but I still enjoyed it because, it was like, I got to see some characters I wanted to see, and at least they were there. They weren't the greatest. They weren't. They weren't. Oh my God, that's exactly how they're supposed to be. But it was like, okay, they're at least there. Rain Sinclair, uh, Wolfsbane, who's, who's one of my favorites in the comics too. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed her. I thought they did a decent enough job with her that I was like, okay, Danny Moonstar. Mm, they kind of missed on her sunspot completely. Uh, Costa, um, Cannibal, not really the greatest, but he was at least there were some things his powers like okay. him firing off was really early. We got we gotta check your standards here because you've been you've got one that's kind of meeting on par and everyone else is below, but you you enjoyed the movie. I <laughs> I did enjoy the okay. So here's the thing, I've seen this movie probably four times and I'm still entertained when I watch it. I'm not. It's not a horrible movie. Um, like 
Twilight. I watched it once. I tried to watch it again. I was bored out of my fucking tears. It was so bad. Like, this to me is a better movie than Twilight. It's just one of those things. And I don't I know if it's... I Twilight, so don't... I, I don't understand if it's because I, I enjoy the characters and I want them to do better and I want to see more of them. Or if it's just because I, it's not as bad as some people... Well, it think. might be it might be the nostalgia element too. You you grew up yeah. with these characters in the comic book, and to see them come to life on the big screen can can create a nostalgic yeah. feel. That's that's very fair to 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 connect. And with. that's that's what I mean is is I, I think, granted, the story isn't the greatest. There's some fucking huge plot holes and stuff like that. They're, they could have. This is one that I would have loved to seen as a miniseries because I think they could have done a really good job with it. I think um, I'd still say it, if they would have done this on Netflix, I think it would have been a much better. Or if they would have done this as pick one, go John Hughes, go go full on Breakfast Club teen movie aspect, yeah. or flip it and go full on horror and leave that. This whole... is clo- this is this could have been a cloak and dagger kind of a thing. Like it it reminds me of cloak and dagger. It could have been like the yeah, Runaways, like something like that, like like yeah. a series like that or whatever. But. As a movie, maybe if the other two movies came out, yeah. I really think you have to be a Big New Mutants fan to really appreciate this. And that may be well. what it is. It, and and it, I don't think it's... I, I would I would argue that John Hughes had a higher standard than... I mean, uh, there, there's... Those those scripts took time and took a lot of rehearsal and and back. But he also forth, wasn't trying to put any horror in, uh, correct, elements cor- into it. Correct. That's what but, I'm saying is that's just, what hurt it. I'm just saying I'm saying this was diluted in both regards. It was diluted in the teen yes. romance uh, side things. It was diluted in the in the in the. It never put its foot aspect. fully in either one. Yeah. Um, it never put its foot I mean, fully in either one. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we we started out oh, with saying this, like this production jobs, right? was very troubled. Yeah. And I mean, they needed I, I mean, it sounds like they didn't know what they wanted. It sounds like they weren't yeah. ready to It bridged well, three to genres, right? To, What's the third? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so superhero. It's, it's superhero, young adult, and horror. Yeah, I would say yeah. yeah so it tried to bridge all three. It's like I mean, what do you? Which addition? I think you could, if you would have picked two, superhero and young young adult, or superhero and horror, you could have done. I think better. it's been successful. I think. I mean, we'll talk about it next week. I think Runaways did a super, did a good job of doing it um, yeah. as young was, adult and superhero. And I mean, it's a it's a YA yeah. comic. It was aimed at true teens. What, and what about uh, the M Night Shyamalan one, uh, the last of the of the uh, split, or no, there, there was. Uh, it was the one that took place so, in the mental mental hospital. That came across. You're talking as, about you're talking about glass. unbreakable. It was glass, unbreakable glass. So. Glass. That yeah. was it. That that had the horror superhero combination, and it there was some drama, but it certainly wasn't teen drama. So, and I actually I wasn't a big fan of that movie, but uh, but I'm there are things that have tried to kind of come close to it. Um, I mean, it kind of comes down to what I said about the Defenders last time we we were together. They needed someone who really loved the comic right to make the movie that was I, I agree that whose vision wasn't wasn't stifled by the production company yeah i mean yeah for whatever reason everybody had to be on board it's like you know pick pick a direction pick a make pick a, a plan, direction and go write a script and really commit to it yeah. do something that you love doing don't 
focus group and say, oh, what's going to do the best here and what's going to bring the kids in? And Right. Yes, you know, I agree. I, I think that is 100 percent true. Um, yeah. That yeah, I, I wish they wouldn't have. Yeah, there, there was too much pandering to corporate in this one, I guess. Yeah, and it was it was disappointing. I mean, any any of the things in this movie. I mean, we, I, I said it. I wouldn't, you know, if they wanted to make another one, I'd, I'd watch it. I, I was entertained oh, yeah. for what it was. It was fine. It was, but it could have been much better than fine. Mm-hmm. And they, they really needed, they, they needed some passion involved. And it was very, <laughs> and there wasn't any, it was very bloodless. No, it was kind of like, dry. like here are the, you know, let's, let's, uh, you know, what are all the beats we have to hit? What are the numbers right. we got to punch? And, you know, and well, Lily and, and, and it and it couldn't and it couldn't overcome some of the real deficits, which we discussed. And the the direction, I mean, the direction was very pedestrian. I mean, it well, was okay. He he is not a horror director. I guess he's, he's kind of more of a YA. He did the Fault in Our Stars. You know, at the end of this, at the end of the I haven't seen this, that. He went on to to do the Stand, the the two thousand twenty. Uh, mini series that was released on CBS Did you watch it? or something. I started watching it, but uh, so well, all I'm doing is addressing what you said. He's not a horror one. He he's he certainly I has I horror don't even in, his, think in, it... his, in a little bit of his desires. You know, maybe because he couldn't get desires it. doesn't always mean well, qualifications. No, no, I know, I'm not, I know. I'm just and I'm, I'm not. Just a, I'm just comparing. And I'm not even criti- I'm not criticizing it as a horror movie. I'm criticizing it just as a as a movie. First, well. Real quick, the horror did not work at all. I mean, and and like those. I think it's because they those, didn't commit to it. And the thing is, those those smiley face guys. Normally, stuff like that freaks me out. I hate like kind of weird, you know, <laughs> out of proportion. Like no mouth. Kind of thing yeah, or no, whatever. yeah, no eyes, no mouth. That all out of proportion and creepy. And those things did nothing for me. I mean, there was nothing. And I'm I like, think it, it was because there wasn't a there wasn't it seemed like there wasn't enough um, actual potential of t- terror, right? Like it was all her dreams, which to me I think was the one thing that worked in the horror. Like like her pulling her her terrors out, which was the whole aspect. Which some people it was it was a good question too. Is like okay, they never really covered her whole story. Was that are those supposed to be like? like Russian sex traffickers that she kind of put all the same face on. I mean, there's, they, they, it could have been some yeah. deeper stuff, but yeah, I mean, they, they had a look that could have been scary, but they kind of weren't. And I agree. But, but even, but even just like the basic scenes, like the one very, very early on, there was a scene where, uh, Danny was talking to the doctor and they were sitting in the room with the fireplace. And it was like, it was two one shots and they just went back and forth between doctor talks. Let's focus on the doctor. Danny talks. Let's focus yeah. on Danny. Yeah. There was doctor, no, no Danny. Style. It's like, no it's like, can we get a two shot in here? Can we get a medium <laughs> shot in here? Can we maybe, you know, like, well, and this shoot is, over someone's shoulder and see reactions to what we they're saying, about, but about nothing. The it, was, it was, 
Remember we were talking about the Defenders in like the very first episode where it focused on the different characters and yeah. kind of in their own. And and yeah. they, they even talked about how they really tried to do the uh, mimic the style of the different episodes so that you and then slowly kind of turn it into one. This this was a was a movie that didn't have a style at all. It was just no, no, a lot no, of nothing. a lot of uh, I, yeah. I agree. I don't think the director was very good at this. Mm-hmm. And I mean and, and, oh, well, he hasn't I, done a ton of movies either, right? You know, he hasn't done. We were stepping away. He did Fault in Our Stars, and then he went on to do The Stand. Yeah. Um, and this, The Stand, which got the hell promoted out of it, and I never heard any, I don't know anyone who watched it. Not, and, <laughs> well, it's also, and the, it's also and every, CBS All Access, and, which does not have I was going to say, and everyone, I, and everyone I know Wait, is a hard it's only on. It's not on Paramount so. Plus, it's on CBS All Access? That's like the... The second tier of CBS programming. What? I don't think that's, so. That's where the, that's where the Star that's Trek where Picard is. Yeah, shows yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, yeah. Don't oh. even go and say Picard is anything great because that fucking. What's shit Paramount did Plus? Too. Isn't Paramount but, Plus their premiere one now? No, or is it... that's something else. Huh? I thought. Right. I thought Paramount Plus was because that's what I have. Where is it? That's what, what it changed they, to. Maybe oh, you know what? You're to... right. They changed the name. You're oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what that's what the next Picard's coming out on. Yeah, I don't but, get, but when I don't the stand came out, when Picard came out, it was it was the the premiere. CBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, the stand like I is said, not getting some good ratings at all. No, I heard. No, they say heard, it's kind of a mess. It just it's too long and doesn't. It's not very cohesive. So maybe that is but, the biggest thing. As we figured out, is is the director uh, director Josh Boone was the problem all along. And yeah, but I mean, you know, to give him the benefit of the doubt, if they kept if they kept changing the premise, and he no. may have just had to work with what he had, you know, like if he did, went and shot stuff and then they said, oh, can you recut it so it's not as scary? If what you were saying from the beginning is right, Noah, I think I think that's the biggest problem. I think, I, I think I agree. what you're saying yeah. is if they like wanted well, had- to do it one way, <laughs> you know, he had his vision and then they changed it to be like something else and then they said, oh, it is very popular, so let's make it it. Like, I mean, the guy got yeah. kind of jerked around, maybe. So, I don't know. It's, so, I mean, it had five we, different we, release dates, and only one of those was caused by COVID. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it was. I thought it was. Wait, what? when did it get released? They, they finished it was, shooting. It was one of the first movies that came out with in COVID, actually. Um, I almost August. went to the theater. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I almost went to the theater, except for it was in Napa. I didn't want to drive, like, an hour just to watch yeah. a movie by myself kind of thing. Huh. I thought it was earlier. What am I? I'm mixing it up with something else. Then. No, anyway, like, it doesn't matter. It was like August of 2020. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so this got this got moved so many times, and it was like like you said, the first time is like, oh, okay, we went all horror. No, change that. Got to go more YA. Oh, wait, no, the horror works. Go back. Oh, and they, and here's the thing too is they talked about all these reshoots that they never did. They never did. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's like they kept changing their mind, and so it was all in editing. And yeah, was, and I mean that may be why it cut down to ninety-four minutes. It was just like yeah, they cut out twenty. This is minutes. what I got, you know. <laughs> Disney made them cut them twenty-three minutes to keep the um, like the more Disney-esque type movie, you know, less poor. Um, I don't know if it was the rating or not. The I wish, PG-13. I wish they'd cut that out. They have ruined some yes. really great. Disney has. There's 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 a couple of movies that they made based on like novels that like the not like artemis fowl was what at wrinkle in time oh yeah those novels are fantastic and they're just they again the, the adaptations are just bloodless they're awful hmm. they're anyway. just 
a drag. Have we beat this one into the ground? Does anybody have anything more? <laughs> I still enjoyed it. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't, and and, and just in, in your guys' reactions, I, I know at least Steve and, and Bo didn't enjoy it. Um, you're you're um, not. This this is kind of a lot of people on the internet are are torn between this because there are some fans that did actually say that okay, it wasn't as bad as some people are saying. Yeah, I was. I I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a complete train wreck. And right. like I said, if they made a second one with the same cast, I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch it. But. I'll wait till it comes out I, on video. I'll wait till it comes yeah. out on streaming. I'm not gonna... I'll, 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 hope, I'll hope it's another HBO one, you know. I, yeah. I would but... pay matinee prices for that. Maybe. Uh, I definitely uh, would. <laughs> what, what, Wednesday but... afternoon matinee prices? Remember when we used to do the beer scale where how many beers do you have to drink to enjoy this movie? Right. Yeah, for uh, me, I think it'd be pretty, like, you know, four or five beers and then i'd be there i'd be there right next to you yeah so i was i was you were talking about that steve now that we have the hail caesars um yeah. sign off thing i'm wondering how many croutons would this movie be one to ten yeah. croutons like one to ten croutons for this movie right I'm yeah. this is like a three crouton movie like oh no no it's, this is it's, it's very few it's very few croutons and no parmesan cheese at all yes exactly yeah. oh, 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 oh. oh man okay i, I think I'm, I'm the one that i'm the one on here that definitely uh enjoyed it more i think probably that's fair. probably that's fair. I, I mean like i like i said it was fine but yeah. We know, we know they can be so much better than five. Oh, for sure. This, <laughs> so there's, there's a few movies that I've watched in the past where I was like, fuck, you know, I really want to sit down and I think I could write a better movie. This is one that I know I could sit down and write a better movie. Absolutely. And yeah. this is I've talking to me. i thought about writing a movie too. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about the same thing. I'm like, and Steve's the only professionally trained like in, no, in he, the- he's trained at film and shit, not writing it. <laughs> what closer than we are? Oh, true. I I just have trouble writing, so I figure if I can write a better movie, then you know that's that's just going to say that hey. Yeah. Um, I, have a, I have a friend who got a call back from Hallmark on. He wrote a Christmas movie. I think you were going to say a card for a second. No, 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 no. He he wrote one of the Christmas movies and sent it nice. in, and they called him and said we'd like you to come up, but they want him to go to Canada, and he couldn't oh. afford it. And I'm like, oh, they didn't fly him up. Wow. No. Fucking bullshit. They didn't didn't like it quite that much, unfortunately. But I'm like, I bet I could write a Hallmark. It's funny. When you first said Hallmark, my first thought was like, they gave him a call back on writing a card. Yeah. Oh, damn. He's almost in the game. Yeah. I'm thinking of a movie where the main character was a card writer. All right. So, Noah, I want to. Noah and Steve, I want to call back to your last episode. Oh no! <laughs> so The Shining was was The Shining is one of my favorite movies, and I haven't seen it as much as Jaws. I'll say that. No, oh, <laughs> but but um, Jaws is Jaws is probably one of my top five movies of all time. But um, I'm wondering why you hate it so much, Noah. It came across like you hated that movie. Hated like, Jaws or hated Shining? Hated the Shining. It came oh, across no. you really didn't like the movie in the episode. No, I don't. Well, okay, compared to the book, I thought the movie failed. I I, I didn't not like the movie. Um, it still scares the shit out of me. But yeah. I, I I think when I was comparing it to the book, I think it, it had some very big misses um, as far as the story. Like, I, I the kid in it was so 
like one dimensional um, compared to the book, which is what I think gave the book so much. And and so if if we wouldn't have done the book and the movie, I I would have been yes. This is this is a classic horror movie. Everybody should see this. Then see if you can walk down a hotel hallway by yourself because I can't. <laughs> I thought I thought it made it a more interesting podcast though to talk about both of them at the same time. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting what Alicia was saying about how she had read the book when she was a kid and loved it. She saw the movie when she was a teenager and and loved it. And but then this time she did it back to back and watching the movie just really bothered her because there was such it was so out of whack from the. Have, have you read the, the book, book. Bo? So it's funny. I'm a big Stephen King fan. I have not read The Shining. I've read a lot of his other books, but I haven't you, read The Shining. You should read that one. It's, it's not one of his better ones. It's not yeah. as far off to the movie as uh, as as I would I was I was expecting because I read it a while ago and I saw the movie a while ago. It's a different and, perspective. And, and I always thought they were more different than they actually were, and I, I was surprised how right. ma- how many similarities they had. But they certainly had a different ending, but. More so to me, it was just kind of the, the characterization of the, of the lead and, and yeah, how he yeah. manifested the, you know, whether it was the house or the, 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 uh, the hotel that was right. the, the, the demon or was it his psychological <laughs> breakdown? So, yeah. Well, yeah. And you kind, of t- you, you kind of talked about him as a writer, Stephen King, obviously. The, the Bachman books are some of my favorite all time stories ever and the so long just, walk when you yeah when you reference the long walk i could read the long walk over and over and over and over again it and is don't you think just, noah would like that uh, that one and the running man, i do it's are, such yeah. a great story it's such see i've never read any story. stephen king i mean literally the only stephen king i think i've read was now the shining uh, yeah in, but the long walk is like 150 pages it's, it's super like a short, short story like, yeah it's a pretty straight I, story. I like it's yeah it's between has, a short story and a regular like a regular novel, I guess. He, I don't ha- know. he has a bunch of collections of novels, not novellas. Mm-hmm. The Green I Mile think, was a was a. Serial. I think those are. I think I those are some that. of his that best actually, ones. I was surprised. Like different I, seasons. I well, different yeah, seasons. The Green Mile was a serial. Actually, they released them like. They released bought, them in like. I bought those like, at the Seven Eleven too. Chunks, right? They released <laughs> them in chunks, and you could read them like. Like a quarter I, of the I, story at I a still, time, and they would. I still have them. There were there were six of them, and they were like fifty pages each. They yeah, were okay. real short, and I think yeah. so. The good adaptation, movie adaptations, usually come from those short stories too. The body, yeah. and yeah, that's well, you talked talk about, about yeah. Shawshank yeah. Redemption, same thing, right? Yeah. Shawshank so Redemption was that way. I, I that wouldn't was in say that I seasons, yeah. Hated the movie, but when we compare the book to the movie, it falls so much short of what. Well, could yeah, be. I mean, you can say that about any most. Yeah, a lot. Well, of, not lot. all of them. I mean, I mean, a some lot, really hold up. But I mean, it really changed it so much that it changed my aspect of the movie because I had seen the movie as a child. I probably saw it once or twice since then, and then watching it again, and it still has some some horror elements. And I yeah. think a lot of it is nostalgia horror for me. Like sure. literally, those twins, yeah, or no, you know, the, <laughs> the, the 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 that shit scares the crap out of me. Yeah, no, I get But it. I yeah, also it's... looked at some of this going, eh, this is kind yeah. of bad. No, yeah. I get it. We well, you... see that. Now, when you're comparing something like New Mutants comic to the compared to the movie, and then you compare you know, the Shining book compared to to this, you seem like you're given the New, new Mutants a much better uh, 
much more, a su- a more support than you are the Shining movie. So what is it about? Well, no, I'm going. I'm going off of the fact that everybody still calls the Shining movie a classic, and I was saying that well, it is so far off the movie. So you're, that you're basing the, it off of more more public opinion as a yeah yeah. Okay, so you're kind of coming to the defense. So you're of saying the nobody's movie. ever going to say the New Mutants is a classic. Is no, I won't even say it's a classic. And <laughs> and, and and most and most comics go on for a long time. True. And yeah. and vary in quality. Like True. I I love mutant. Well, mutants. different writers, different different yeah. inkers, all that kind of right. stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so it's like, you know, and That's true. Different writers yeah, come like, on to do a comic, and there's probably fanboys out there, the original, that start crapping on those new takes on it. It's like, that's not how well, it's were, meant to be. Oh, believe me. There were are... probably people that saw, like, the like the Ultimate Series, like the Ultimate Avengers and all that kind of stuff, or, like, this this destroys the the canon of Spider-Man but, and all that kind of I'll stuff. T- I'll tell you this. The, the, and I think the they guy... were so much better. The guy who wrote Captain America is Hydra a couple of years ago. I don't think he could show his face at a comic convention and (laughs) (laughs) not not have people threatening to beat him up. I mean, it was... It that's was, the that's the one where he came out kind of as a Nazi. Yeah, uh, oh, it was the yeah. worst. Well, that's like it I mean, think about Red worst. Sun. Like, I wonder the Red Sun guy oh, was right. probably very celebrated, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, but that I mean, was definitely I mean, an alternate universe one. So, well, well have you seen uh, Brightburn? I have no. not actually. Funny, I was, I was interesting thing about Brightburn. I want to see Brightburn because oh. one of the one of the executive producers or one of the main people that was involved in getting that movie started went to my high school and college. Nice. Patrick okay. Sullivan. Well, there's your horror super really? crossover. Yeah, Pat too. Sullivan. Yeah, is, right. Is he before or after you? I had no idea. What do you mean before or after me? How? Like, he was a year ahead of me. A year ahead. Oh, he was say, did he class. follow you to school or did you follow him? Oh, it's just random. Like, I didn't follow him. It just randomly Yeah, I know, but, so but I mean, would... you could say, though, if he was behind you, he said, yeah, no, he, he liked me so much, he went to the same college. Oh, yeah, there you <laughs> go. It's probably not true. Um, uh, he was, we went to arch, we went to the temple as, as architect, to architecture school together, and he actually became an architect, and the way I heard the story was, he, um, I will say this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna, Finish my statement, then I'm going to say something else. But um, he went to architecture school, and then he, I heard one day he just got up from his desk and was like, I want to go to Hollywood and, and deal with movies or do something in movies. Became a set designer. He actually won an Emmy for um, uh, uh, Beyond the Carol Opera. Is that the one, the Liberace one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Behind so he won an yeah. Emmy for Be- Beyond the Candelabra. Really? Um, for set design, yeah, exactly. So sets were amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't. We're friends on Facebook, but we were very close. <laughs> but I mean, we were swimmers together. We were close in high school. Like he was a swimmer, okay. I was a swimmer. Like, like I know, I knew him pretty well in high school. It'd be great to do a Brightburn one and have him come on. Like we oh, could shit. do Brightburn. Make, and it, maybe, make it happen. I'll do it. Maybe yeah. I'll see what I can do. I'll I'll watch it first and make sure it doesn't suck. <laughs> I don't want to trash him in front of his own movie, <laughs> but uh, uh, come on, I'll do it for him. <laughs> so, no, no, it, I wouldn't trash that movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, I want to check it out. It looks, it, it looks. The premise yeah, is I really good. Yeah, I want to see it too. Anyway, back to the Shining <laughs> podcast. I want to, I want to touch on a bunch. Of, I want to rapid fire a couple of things right here. Okay, first of all, um, Nicole Kidman's not a Scientologist. That's why she got divorced. That's one of the reasons she got divorced from Tom Cruise. Okay. 
You, um, I wasn't me that said it. Somebody said somebody mentioned that she might be a Scientologist. Okay. Um, I don't think Steven, it was me. So you you guys you guys talked a lot a bit about or at some point you talked about how Stanley Kubrick was like did 100 takes or 50 takes. Like yeah. He did take after take after take after take. Do you know why? So that's one of the main reasons that Stephen King, sorry, Stephen Spielberg, sorry, too much Stephen King talk. That's one of the main reasons Stephen Spielberg was the director for AI, because it was supposed to be Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Supposed, <laughs> They're like, Kubrick, we got to make this in budget. Kubrick, no, not budget. Kubrick said, if I do it, it'll take too long. It'll be too many takes. The kid will age too much over the course of the filming. Uh -oh. So I have to get Steven Spielberg in here to do it. So Steven Spielberg can be the director and he'll get it done in a reasonable amount of time that the kid won't age over the course of the movie. Yeah. He learned his so, lesson. Steven Spielberg learned his lesson on Jaws and I think the movie, the 1941, where he went way over budget and took too long and he realized that he couldn't get away with that anymore. Right. Raiders the of the Lost Ark the one where he finally came, you know, on, on budget and, you know, within... I think they all need to go to the, the, the Eastman school and just say, you know what? One, two shots and fuck it. That's what we yeah. got. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, why are you going to shoot this again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Drew Barrymore I, I call, on the I call card. for bringing back rehearsals for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think True. they rehearse. I think they just like start filming and. True. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, Drew Barrymore on the card. Also crazy. She got taken off the card because she's nuts. Um, <laughs> you talked about Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown's really good. Yes. Um, yes. Room two thirty seven. Yes. Conspiracy theories and all that. You guys didn't like that? Did I pick that up? I right? haven't seen it. No. I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I recommended it. I, I thought it was. Oh, okay. I, it took, I, I, maybe I, I mean, you know, I, I was. He, Steve was talking about it all the time. It was like, yeah, you got to check this out. I haven't seen it. And I don't think, I don't think Alicia has either. I, it's yeah, been years. No, it's really I good. I think I, I think I saw it when it first came out, which was probably about five or six years ago. Yeah, and, I would say I, recommend it. It's definitely interesting. It's really good. And then last but not least, you guys talked about Pet Cemetery. I will say that Pet Cemetery is, is a, a 1A, the original one, scariest movie I've ever seen. The, <laughs> John Carpenter's The Thing might be the scariest movie ever. I still have the jump scares still get me in that movie. The jump scares still still frighten me in that movie. But the original Pet Cemetery is yeah. like just really, really freaks me out. Um, but don't see the a... remake. Don't see the remake. Don't waste your time. I, it's I, awful. I read the novel Pet Cemetery. Probably I was a little too young. I think I got it. Oh God! I, I I think I was like maybe thirteen, and we were on vacation, and I read the whole novel in like one Where day. were we on vacation? <laughs> I, on, in Canada. Where were your parents? In I don't Canada. get this. These you guys reading these Stephen King novels as children? We, what the hell? One of the My, movies we saw. One of the movies we saw on vacation one year was Busting Loose. Like, I mean, I give my shots I on St. Patrick's Day, and that still is like bad parenting to me. <laughs> I got here's the thing: I got Stephen King books at Riff Day at school. Yeah. Did you guys have Riff? What's here that? Where you guys fundamental? Like, it's like oh you yeah, yeah go okay. in and pick a book kind of a thing. Yeah, it's they give oh, they give yeah. books to the poor underprivileged kids like us. Yeah. And but well, we were all all of us were. It wasn't just us. Yeah, but I got I got several Stephen King books. Um, at Rift Day, and 
not only did our parents let us read them, my dad also read them. Oh, so that's like just so like I can't like, I can't. I remember get talking that. to him about Christine and and uh, the Dead Zone and yeah we we talked. Did you about did you ever wake up screaming like at night with your parents? No. He went okay. to therapy before any of us. Because <laughs> I mean that to me would be the one. I mean my kids already without reading scary stories already scream and wake us up like I saw a ghost kind of shit and it was like I no. got to go to work tomorrow I can't no. deal with this you know kind of thing so <laughs> Book, I would just. Bookstone. Books don't scare me. That's good for you. I, like, actually, I mean, like yeah. nothing, nothing. I've never been. I mean, I, I can't remember ever being woken up by a scary anything. Like quite. Oh frankly. God! I've got a friend. I can't. I mean, I've had nightmares, but not like. I will say this: there is this one. To, to be fair, Bo, you you were a sleepwalker, so. <laughs> well, that's funny. I I don't remember being a sleepwalker, but. In well, our no, you were asleep. <laughs> right, but I mean, but I remember one time I woke up, I walked down the hallway in our apartment in San Francisco, and we have, um, we had like little like, like jingle bells hanging on the door. Uh-huh. And I For walked you? out into the hallway in my underwear and a t-shirt, and Kelly heard the door shut and the jingle bells go off, like kind of jingle. And, and... She was like, did I hear that right? And I then I woke the up when they jingled. And I, I was like knocking on the door like, can you kind of let me back in? Because I'm standing <laughs> in the hallway. Like I walked outside into the hallway and the door was locked. I didn't have keys, of course, and yeah. whatever. But I've never, I didn't know it. I don't remember being a sleepwalker as a kid, you, you, to be honest. You didn't a lot, but it was it was memorable when you did. And Hope inherited that. She used to sleep. She sleptwalked a couple of times. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember ever sleepwalking as a kid. That's funny. That makes sense, though. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I did have, I did have one recurring dream. I had this e one recurring dream. E e e oh no, it's frozen. Back. I'll come back. <laughs> um, I had this one recurring dream. We'll pretend he went to the bathroom. Um, but I had this one recurring dream where I, I had this dream where um, our dad turned into the. Uh, the brontosaurus from the beginning of the Flintstones, where Fred Flintstone slides down the tail. Oh right! And you see where you're asked. And I would, I would, he like, and he, so he was this dinosaur, and then this gear would like fall. It was bizarre. But I had this dream like probably fifty times, like growing up or whatever, and it was just totally bizarre. But anyway, I don't know. All right, before no, we go, I, as long as long as we're recapping previous. Um, shows that you guys I don't did. Know if you guys can. He's gone. Just now. barely. Oh, now he's back. Now yeah. you're back. You're I'm back. back. Go ahead. I'm Nina. back audio, but I can't see you well, guys. Well, but... I I have to say okay. I liked I liked your Midnight Mass episode. I did too. I thought it was good. Um, I liked I liked that show. And here's the thing, because I work in a church, oh. I actually liked all the religious stuff. Nice. Like, I, I, I liked, enjoyed it. I liked I'm not how even religious. I thought they did it very respectfully, and good. you know, and. Um, but there was the one thing you guys were trying to, uh, in the beginning, you were talking about the, the vestments that the priest was wearing and she said, oh, you can't wear that gold one. Oh, and she said, it's gold. ordinary time is what yeah. she said it was. Oh. oh, okay. And ordinary time, I just wanted to explain. It just means it's not Lent or Advent. Oh, okay. So nice. like they have, they have the seasons in the church and it's like Advent is the season leading up to Christmas and Lent is the season leading up to Easter and everything else is ordinary time. Got it. So 
that's cool. what she was talking that about. That was very interesting. And I like, but if I you're not, if you're, I, I mean, there's a lot of people who are Catholic who don't know that. That's like very much. <laughs> I never heard it until I started working and the priest told me. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Cool. So, okay. Right on. All right. That's well, all. <laughs> before I freeze up again, uh, I, I want to thank <laughs> you guys again uh, for uh, joining us. I can't us. see him. What's he doing? <laughs> you can no well, I'm, no I'm, put your clothes back just, on his is like, yeah right at least pants yeah at least at least the pants um but thank you guys for joining us i i really appreciate this what's um, he doing he's just talking <laughs> just, he's um, fine we can, can see you not hear me either? Either? no anyway anyways anyway, i want to so, i want to yeah, so it was a good episode <laughs> i enjoyed it all right Good stuff. Uh, I want to I want to thank everybody for for joining us. Uh, come in and see us on our Facebook co- uh, group. This is uh, join us for there. our listeners. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Noah's talking so now, so I don't, I don't think Nina can hear you anymore. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, email us at uh, the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com um, and let us know what you think. Uh, join us on uh, your podcast. Uh, avenue of choice uh rate review and subscribe if possible yes, rate review and subscribe definitely rate review and subscribe absolutely yeah. <laughs> download you don't have to listen exactly i'm, I'm all <laughs> i'm all okay with that uh but yeah I, I really appreciate any of you who are listening uh, it really uh it means a lot to us uh this is fun for us but i hope someone else is also getting something out of this um we have a lot of fun and then join us uh on our next episode we're going to touch Talk about the first hundred episodes we did. Our We're first doing that on Halloween, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, maybe, huh? Right, we, we'll, we'll figure it out. It maybe it, maybe it's a Monday podcast. We don't know. Uh, but we have, we're going to do that, and then we're going to follow that up with uh, Marvel's Runaways. Uh, we'll have Nina and uh, Bo back for that, and nice. then we'll get back into, uh, I don't know what's coming after that, but we'll get back into more stuff and because yeah. this is fun. I enjoy it. I uh, yeah. hope you do, too. Um, hey, if you guys want a guest appearance on the hundredth episode, I don't know, might be too much to. I'll I'll to, let you guys know what, what the plan let is. Let me know. I'm free. I'm free on Halloween. We don't have <laughs> any plans. Uh, you know, just let me know, and I'd be happy to happy to jump on or jump off or whatever. Little, even if it's just for like ten or fifteen well, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or Welcome whatever. You so that'd, be, that'd be super cool. Right. That'd be fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I mean, but either way, it's all cool. Um, I know it's yeah. it's very little I, time, yeah. but if um, anybody's I, listening, I don't know if I'll be available because I still have a little one in the house. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, congratulations to you guys. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, <laughs> episodes, this, man. Two years, nice. Right. Uh, if anybody wants to email us and and just let us know what we did, you liked what we didn't, you like anything that you know you want to say, we'll read it on air. Um, I'm all about that, so that'd yeah. be fun. We Alyssa did say like, oh, you should invite everybody who's been on episodes. I'm like, God, you know how many people that is and how hard that would be I to. Hate. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's more than that actually. If we if we get because I mean there's. Alicia, there's Alyssa, there's uh, Cindy, there's uh, Ashley, there's Sierra, uh, Kincaid's, Seth, got all our beer, yeah. Kincaid's uh, from the beer ones, and then you know we got the guys from the po- uh, Turtle Soup podcast. Right. True, like, true, true. Yeah, we've actually had quite a few people on this, so we got to track stuff. down the uh, the server from Fogbelt too. Right? Oh right, yeah. Jumped that was and in it, like the sleepover. They had their own sleep, <laughs> yeah. sleepover yeah. podcast. Uh, spooky, yeah. spooky sleepover. Spooky sleepover. <laughs> I think is what it's called. I did listen to them for quite a while. Um, I've fallen off just because I have other podcasts to listen to, but yeah, still a good podcast. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, that's uh, the How We Seize It podcast. Uh, thank you from all of us. And uh, with that, Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Good night. Good night.